From stories of courage and resilience to finally becoming the version of you you were meant to be. Each week, I'll hold you accountable and we'll learn how to navigate chaos, build businesses, and grow our communities. Are you ready? Welcome to Building Badassery. Welcome, badasses. I am Yanine San Luis, also known as the Wind Woman. You can call me Yanni, and I am thrilled to host this series of Building Badassery. So I'm sure each and every one of you has had a moment or a dream, a goal that you've shelved. Maybe it was something that you wanted to get accomplished this year. Uh, it was a goal that you had in mind to get started. So for me, it was this podcast. This is something for me that was long overdue. So I pulled it off of the shelf, dusted it off, and I felt it was necessary during this period of transition and uncertainty to just launch this bad boy and provide some hope and inspiration. And I hope you find that with me together. So I am thrilled to get started and really gracious and grateful that you have joined me on this journey. So I want to get started with who I am and let you know a little bit about me before we dive right in. So I am a headstrong millennial Cuban-American woman who has spent most of her career in sales, nonprofit fundraising, and I have a true passion for education. I currently work in higher ed, um, higher education. As a major gift fundraiser, I run a sales consulting business, and I'm, and I'm an adjunct professor that teaches personal branding and marketing. When I'm not working, I'm coaching kids, and by kids, I mean high school and college students, how to debate speak up for themselves, and improve their presentation skills. I absolutely love, 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 love to win, which is why it was pretty easy to turn that into my brand. Because here's the thing. I think that in every single moment or situation, each and every day that we live, we can find a win for us, whether it be a small win or a milestone win. There's wins around us all, and I'm excited to be able to discover those with you. And lastly, I'm known as a negotiation expert and really understanding and diving into why people say no and how to find the loopholes in that. I'll dive into my why story a little later in this season. So I want to post a question out there for you all, for all the listeners, and the question is, how are we thriving in transition? So I'll repeat that for a second to let it really sink in. How are we thriving in transition? And here's the thing. I get it. I can sense in and I feel that there is a level of frustration, a level of fear that rises among us each and every day that we're getting out of the bed. And 
facing what's in front of us, which is an uncertainty. We don't know what the next 30 days or after the next 30 days will become. If we're going to still be working from home or our lives pretty much in a standstill. But I encourage you and invite you to think of this idea alongside with me and allow it to marinate for a little bit before we transition into another segment. How are we actually thriving in this transition? Or another way to think about it is what is the opportunity that's in front of me? So as that marinates, I want you to think about what are the creative ways taking inventory of your current strengths? How have you transitioned in the past? How have you come above the uncertainty and maybe the strife that you faced? And allowing that to kind of seep in as you pose that question um, that I've asked you to pose in your head and as you start developing those answers. So before we dive in to this incredible topic, I have some rules of engagement. Yes, that's absolutely right. I have some rules of engagement when you're listening to this podcast because I really want you to get crystal clear if this is something for you. And if it's not, that's okay. I'm not easily offended and you can turn it off right now and go about your business and your daily life and whatever it is that you are doing. But I want you to know who this is for. I want you to keep two rules in mind that I have as you listen to the series. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about the way that I communicate. So who is this for? If you're open to new ideas, if you want thought-provoking new themes or new topics that you hadn't heard before or you're hearing them with a new twist, this is a podcast for you. If you feel like you've been in a funk, maybe you have been in a standstill in a in a hamster wheel of sorts for the last couple of months and you haven't been able to get off of it, this is for you. And lastly, if you just want to level up your soft skills and really navigate, maybe it's your corporate job, your business, or make your nonprofit better, this is for you. We're going to be talking about so many different themes in leadership and business and how to become an inner badass, and we're going to be building it together. So as you listen to this podcast, I ask you to keep two things in mind. Number one, I want you to keep an open mind. Okay. I know that sometimes we have naysayers or our little gremlin, and we'll talk about that later in this episode, that wants to keep us in that funk, wants to keep us in that negativity. I want you to keep an open mind. And number two, each time that you listen to this podcast, if you're listening to on the road or maybe you're shopping around, uh, perhaps you are listening to it in the shower or maybe you're pulling off into your 20 or 30 minutes and moments to yourself, keep something, maybe a notebook in mind or after the podcast, jot some notes down. But what I want you to do is think about one thing you could move forward that week from whatever it is that we've discussed. So those are my two rules. Keep an open mind and number is one. And number two is think about one thing you can move forward in that week 
from what we discussed. All right. And lastly, people, I'm going to talk here as I speak normally. If you were a friend, if you were a client, if you are somebody who knows me, which includes lots of colorful language. In other words, profanity. If you're going to be offended by hearing words like shit show and fucking A, let us part ways now. And thank you so much for listening to up until this point anyway. I'm going to offer a lot of tough love advice and either you're ready for it or you're not. And it's okay to tune in when you think you can hang. And if you think you can't, then pause it and leave it for a day that you can. But those are the things that you'll experience here. So for the rest of you who are still with me and still listening, thank you. Let's swan dive right in. So here we are. We've arrived. Has it marinated a little bit yet? How are you feeling? How are you thriving in transition? Was the question I asked earlier on when we started this podcast. So for me, from leaving my parents' home at 21, for my Latinos listening to this, you know that wasn't a small feat, to surviving three leadership changes in less than three years in my corporate role, man, do I know transition. I'd like to say that this is a place where I feel the most comfortable, the most comfortable in chaos, that is. So... We've re- we officially have arrived to week three of the COVID pandemic, and this has been something that you probably feel like you've had the covers right pulled right off of you. Here's what it's looked like for me. So week one, after they said they you know issued a stay home order or really a lax stay at home order is what I would say. And they've suggested they've closed schools. They've they've uh, allowed it to be online. So week one, it was all about what the fuck am I doing? That was the question that was going in and out of my head all week long. I would wake up at odd times. And here's the thing for me. So you're going to get to know I'm a pretty early riser. And I wake up anywhere between 4.40 a.m. and 6.15, depending on the days that I work out. And so I had just come off from my Orange Theory members out there and my OTFers. I had just come off of the transformation challenge for eight weeks of the transformation challenge. So this was like week nine. I was about to get weighed in and that got canceled. So the first week I didn't have a plan, really. I was kind of like flying by the seat of my pants waking up at odd times, showering at odd times, eating at odd times. We're trying to kind of figure out this online usage of teaching classes, which to be honest, it wasn't too bad because a lot of my courses are hybrid. And so it wasn't too bad. I was already off uh, online one week, off one week um, from in person. And so that wasn't too bad. But as far as transitioning all my in-person meetings for the university, we were just trying to all figure it out. And so we were not knowing what we were doing and we were having, trying to have as much compassion as possible. So it was a little bit of like a tornado shit storm that was happening on week one. So week two, that was, we're just coming off of week two. 
was like, all right, let's put some boundaries in place for this thing or kind of get settled into it. And it kind of went by the wayside. I think week one, we had the aspiration of, oh, we're going to get organized. We're going to plan for all these things. I'm going to get so much accomplished during this time. Week two became this, all right, let me fill up my calendar with all these different kind of meetings back to back, want to feel uber productive. And what was happening was that I was overextending myself. Can you relate? It was by the time that Friday reached, it felt like a hell of a year already had passed just in that, that week alone. So now as I'm entering week three of this, I'm like, all right, boundaries definitely need to be placed now and we need to get a routine going. So how am I waking up? How am I showing up each morning? I realized that yoga pants and t-shirts just have a certain mood that I become in if I'm in them all day. So I started wearing jeans and I started putting on a blouse. I did my hair yesterday. It was one of those things that I started feeling really good about just dressing up and showing up differently. So I wake up these mornings, I do my meditation, and then I go ahead and proceed to uh, walk the dogs or feed the dogs. And then I proceed to going into a a workout, at-home workout, stretching, showering, eating breakfast, and doing all those things before I sit down and open up an email um, or any notifications. So I'm starting to get into this little bit of a routine and also putting in buffer time to just pause and take a break. And I will tell you, it goes such a long way to just put some buffer time in there to just take a break, walk around the house, listen to some music, read a book, what have you, just get away from the screen for a little bit. So that's my week three scenario right now that I'm planning for. I want you to consider the following things though to do in case you are still in this shit tornado and you're just kind of moving hour by hour, minute by minute. So the first thing, and I have three suggestions in this basically shift as we're trying to thrive in this transition. And I want you to consider these three things. So the first thing that I want you to consider is fix your attitude and keep your mindset in check. So it's funny how things come full circle for me because years ago I would share with you as I was preparing for a business planning exercise in December for the rest of the next coming year I was just so headstrong about mindset I'm like oh once again I have a mindset issue how do I feel how does this feel You know, those are the kind of questions that I was thinking about. And that was my inner gremlin, which I'll talk to about. I'll talk to you about it just now. But it was one of those things that I just kept feeling like, oh, why do I have to do this? I just want to get it done. I want to set my goals. I want to get my action things in place. And I just want to do it right. Just like Nike, just do it. I didn't want to be fixated on this mindset. How do I feel? What's it like today? You know, go me, whatever it was, right? And the thing is, is that our mindset, especially in chaos, is something that you got to check regularly, hourly. Sometimes I was feeling 
like, especially in week one of this thing, I was feeling, man, I feel like every single day I was a different person. Am I going through bipolar disorder? One day I felt good. The other day I was like, I was a roller coaster. I dove into these depths of, you know, despair. So it was one of those things of you want to make sure to keep your mindset in check. And how do you do this? Regularly ask yourself, all right, whatever it is that's triggering you, sometimes you'll, you'll notice and you'll find it. Whatever it is that's triggering you, ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Then ask yourself, what is one thing I can do to shift my perspective? Sometimes it's getting up from where you are and walking. Other times it's addressing and having an uncomfortable conversation. Whatever it is, just keep your mindset in check. Okay, so gremlin talk. Let's talk about that. So gremlin talk is that little voice in your head that is uber negative. So this is a voice that keeps telling you, oh, why are you even doing that? Or like for me, starting this podcast, oh, you know, you're just making all these mistakes. Your your sentences are not even cohesive and all this back and forth of negativity, right? So in this situation and in this COVID-19, it's very easy to talk about my God, we don't even know when this is going to get, what we're going to get out of this. Um, how is my business going to survive? Am I going to have to apply to a loan, but then I'm going to incur more and more debt and how am I going to pay this back? And then we're not going to, and then I'm not going to be able to make rent. Am I going to be able to make my mortgage? You see this basically downward spiral that's happening within this talk. You, it's almost like building upon it itself. So how we reduce it and how we just kind of stop it is by talking back to it. So a lot of times why our gremlin shows up, our negative self, right, shows up is to protect us. They're afraid, they're scared. Think of it as a, as a child that is afraid to move forward. How would you talk to that child? Or how would you assure them that what's in place and what you're going to face is something that you can figure out, is something that you have a plan for? Or is something that's out of your control and that's okay. So talking to it, acknowledging it, allows for the voice to subside. Provide gratitude. Thank you so much for showing up. I really appreciate that you're trying to protect me here. But I got this. And you need to know that it's not going to go away. It's not something, it's like telling your heart to stop beating. Is it something that you can do? Can you tell your heart right now, stop beating and it'll do it? No, it won't. Same as these thoughts, right? It's not something that just goes away, but it's something that does subside once you start acknowledging that's present and you're starting to talk back to it in a sense of saying, hey, I got this. This is what the plan is. I understand that you're feeling a little frustrated and scared that we don't know what the what we're going to do in the next 30 days, but we're trying to figure this out right now. So that kind of talk allows for it to go down. The last thing I want to talk to you as it as it relates to this fix your attitude and keep your mindset in check has to do with what we're feeding our minds as it relates to social media and sometimes the sarcasm that goes with it. Listen, I, like you, love a good meme, love a good laugh, a good video now that 
Tiger King is out on Netflix. It's fun to just send each other memes about what's going on. But here's the thing. I want you to consider limiting that to an extent because sarcasm feeds itself to self-doubt, feeds itself to negativity, and it just plays so much into your subconscious. We're coming out of this thing. And sometimes if you start playing into the hype of just completely ruling off the year, then it's almost like your mind and your body and the actions will follow suit. Like, okay, we've ruled off 2020. We're just going to wait for 2021. Are you really going to do that? You're going to wait until 2021 just to kind of figure it out. And for those of you who will get to know me and those of you who know me already, I'm going to go off on a little mini vent at this time. And you'll notice I'll do this periodically through the series. And it's really when I start venting out about a particular topic. So in this particular instance, I'm going to vent about how people, no matter what the time, always fall, always fall into And this usually happens around New Year's Eve where it's like they write off the rest of the year. Every single year in December, you'll start finding social status posts or memes or whatever. And it's like saying, oh, I can't wait till the new year, new year, new me. This this year was garbage, whatever. Here's the thing. Every single year is going to have ups and flows. It's going to have highs and lows. That's every single year. So you mean to tell me every December, the last year was fucking bad? The whole thing was fucking bad? Listen, I get it. There's going to be years that are going to be absolutely awful. However, every single year cannot start off the same way, right? And I understand that 2020 has been rough this first quarter, right, that we're ending. However, the rest of the year really depends on how, the, how you decide that you want to face it. And your mind needs to be strong in this thing. So you are in control. You are not powerless to your thoughts and to change the tune of what you're hearing. So don't go and play into that hype of what's happening. And so that's why I mentioned limit the interaction there and some of the negative interactions as it relates to some of the humor that's associated. I get it's a relief. I love it too. Just be conscious that it's not just you talking about it over and over again about how horrible this is and how we're never going to get out of it, okay? Dead fish go with the flow. So don't go with the flow. So the second piece of it in getting out of this, um, this chaos and really thriving in transition is focusing on me time and more specifically what you want to get done here. So for me, me time, quote unquote, is is and has been meditating, reading, and working out. Those are the three things that I do for myself during this period of time. And, you know, even, even when I talk to my husband, Milton, about it, it's one of those things that I absolutely appreciate that we have in our relationship and our partnership is the ability to just talk to one another and say, hey, I'm going to take 20 minutes of um, me time to read, to meditating, to X, you know, whatever that, that blank is. And here's the thing about that. I super appreciate when we're communicating that way. Don't do this and don't just take me time in a silo. So if you're living with people, 
or you're living with a family member, a partner, a spouse, what have you, don't just, you know, disappear for 20, 30 minutes if that's not something that you usually do. And then, you know, people are going to interrupt you or going to, you know, ask you what's going on. Talk to your partner about needing and getting the support. Set the boundaries, but don't set the boundaries in a silo. Talk to them about what you need. And 15, 20 minutes is not a lot to ask when you're talking about a 24-hour day, okay? I get it. I understand. You have housework. You have house chores. You have kids. You have work. You have, you know, insert the excuse, but that's what I'm hearing. I'm only hearing excuses and I'm not hearing a lot of resolving. So it starts with you. It starts with you actually setting those boundaries and asking for the support you need to get it done. And what a beautiful transition for our last thriving in transition tip. Set those boundaries. Yes, that's right. Beautiful boundaries. In every scenario, we can fill out time with mindless work. And guess what? All of a sudden, we are busy with the shit that doesn't matter. I want you to really give some consideration, take a moment of pause, and really understand and go back and recount what your week looked like last week. And Take inventory of the times and the appointments and perhaps the things that you did that were mindless and that really shouldn't have belonged there. Where could you have inserted boundaries at that point? Where could you have made some more time for yourself, made some more time to plan, take some pause? Perhaps you're a stay-at-home mom that takes care of everything in the household and right now you're the only time you have to yourself is the damn shower. Build in the time. Put yourself first. Or maybe you're a business owner and all you're thinking to yourself right now is how am I going to meet payroll next week? How am I going to thrive in this? I want you to be able to set out that time, set out that boundary to get creative, to pivot, to take a moment to actually think about the business, not just in the right now, but in the future. And to be able to allow yourself to get creative, to get innovative, and more importantly, to be able to get out of the funk and that mindset that I was talking to you about earlier of just that gremlin talk, that continuous cycle You'll need to set those boundaries with yourself, with the people around you, so it doesn't create that chaos. You'll want to set them. So to recap, how are we thriving in transition? All right. So one, we want to fix our attitude and keep our mindset in check. Number two, we want to focus on some me time. How are we buffering that into our daily schedule? And three, how are we setting those boundaries and how are we sticking to them? So those are the three tips for me that have worked in navigating chaos and thriving in transition. All right, my badasses, I hope that this has been insightful and helpful. Tune in next week. We're diving into influencing others and charming communication. I'm your host, Yanni San Luis, also known as the Win Woman. I look forward to serving you 
and creating more badassery together.